Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass Podcast episodes. I hope you're all having a wonderful Monday, whatever you are up to. So today I wanted to really touch upon this topic from a few different angles, because I feel like it's really potent for myself right now, and I feel like sharing this is going to help other people, because I see it a lot of the time in myself, in others, in clients. I've seen this scenario happen where we end up living our past or our past still has that control over us and it stops us from really embracing the present moment or really being able to move forwards and close that chapter and rewrite your new story, right? Be here in the present moment. So how this shows up for me in my work is Obviously, over the last six years, since I've spiritually awakened and since I've, you know, been on YouTube, been on my blog, written books, here on the podcast, everything you see me do now, pretty much for the last eight years, my backstory has involved my exes because my exes were obviously a big part of that story of what motivated me to start my first couponing business once I was, you know, after I'd been left in debt. And the second time triggered off my spiritual awakening and obviously is a big part of my story in terms of trauma, in terms of healing, in terms of a lot of things. Being a life path 33 basically means that love is your biggest lesson. So my relationships have been my biggest lesson, absolutely. Um, but they've also been, I wouldn't say an important part, but a pivotal part in my backstory. And obviously everybody wants to know my backstory because it's how I got here, it's an interesting backstory, it's obviously I guess inspirational as well of how I've gone from feeling suicidal and obviously wanting to end my life to being here now, you know, obviously a lot happier, healed, I'm depression free, you know, I'm a completely different space in my life, completely different, polar opposite. So I completely understand that for the sake of context, talking about those things are fine and that doesn't bother me at all, you know, 
if you hear me going on guests, you know, if you hear me going on people's podcasts as guests, it's my story. I tell it, right? But you hear me only say small things. You hear me only reference my ex in small, respectful ways, not tell-alls, not this is what happened or blah, 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 blah. Like, obviously, in my books, I go into a little bit more depth. But again, those books were written in very different spaces as well. If you re- if you asked me to write Spiritual Queen again now, I wouldn't include half of the stuff I included. Not because anything's particularly changed, but because I'm in a different space now. I'm in a much more healed space and I'm in a total different space in my life. And recently, and again, this is no, no digs or shame to the lady who I'm working with because she's lovely. She's absolutely lovely. But I did an interview last year with somebody who was pitching this to magazines and it's the magazines who are really the dig here um and all they want a year later is a whole article about my exes and I'm like no 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 like that's not inspirational that's not me and it really got me thinking because over the last year as I've gone through like my own so I work with like quite a few coaches of oh, who are my good good friends in spiritual ways cognitive ways um you've heard me t- you've heard me talk about Neelam as well with energy work and the emotion code and obviously a lot of them have said you know like at a point that has to stop being your story and I remember Cameron my good friend who I've done a lot of IMT with said that to me he was like at some point this has to stop being your story And I've worked through that through, you know, over the last few years of saying like, I don't need to talk about that anymore. Yeah, okay, at the time it served a purpose. It was my backstory, but it's not my story now. I'm past that. So why why can I not just be celebrated for Emma, for my work, for what I do now, right? Why do the press, and I'm talking about the press here, why do the press and media have to dig up the past and basically want to exploit that? And okay, yes, that shit sells, right? We know shit sells, drama sells, all of that. But basically what this magazine were doing were coming back with really disrespectful questions about naming people, which I'm not being funny, like I'm not an idiot. Let's let's not have a slander case on my hands. Like as a public figure, as a as a business, it is completely detrimental and irresponsible on so many levels to name people because I could have court cases on my hands, right? And there are also a lot of other facets of my personal safety. Like there are a lot of things that happen behind closed doors with police, etc. Like I'm not even going to open up that Pandora's box. It's in the past. But this magazine was persistent. And it got to a point where I was like, I mean, trying to manifest some press for a while for the book, because obviously launching a book in COVID is her. Uh, it was interesting, amazing, of course, um, but also, you know, came with its difficulties and, you know, adjustments and stuff. So I was like, you know, it would be really nice. And I have manifested a really amazing article in Spirit and Destiny magazine, which is coming out early next year. So I'm very, very grateful and so appreciative for them because they're a fantastic, fantastic magazine who is so lovely. And I'm really excited to be working with them and really excited to bring this to you. Um, but this was obviously something I did last year. So I just presumed nothing came of it. And then obviously it kind of came up recently and the lady was pitching it again. And I could just tell from the angle that was being pitched that it just wasn't in alignment anymore. And I think that's really what I want to stress here is that it's nobody's fault. It's just not in alignment anymore. And I really don't want to talk about that stuff anymore. Like I don't want to, it's not relevant. And it had to come between that sort of head and heart decision of like, walk away, like this is not for you. So I walked away from it. Um, 
and you know really had to make my kind of point clear of like you don't understand the implications that come with that of personal safety of legal implications of even like you know lawful implications as well um without trying to say more to them that could get published you know so it that whole experience just reminded me of why I actually really don't like the press and media sometimes. And my friends were pissing themselves. They were like, Emma, like, who are you? Like, nobody even cares about your exes. I was like, I know, right? But apparently, um, and I think they were trying to really spin on the, this morning side of things. And obviously when I used to be on TV and stuff, I think they're really trying to like grab that and put the exes and everything into that. But it's fine, it's not happening. But it reminded me and I thought it would be good to talk about this because it reminds us of the society we live in. It reminds us of the cultures and societies. And bearing in mind, this was a spiritual magazine as well that it was being pitched to. It reminds me of the cultural and conditioning of drama of why is my story only worthy because of men? Ooh, yes, let's say that again. Why is my story only worthy because of men? Like, and that's no male bashing here, I love guys. But I'm sure as you can appreciate, for someone who puts so much hard work into everything they do, and has had to overcome a lot in their life, loads of ups and downs over the years, that my exes don't define me. And my exes don't define my success, who I am, or anything. So why is that the selling point? Why is that the gripping, dramatic (laughs) selling point, you know? Like, it just really got me thinking of, like, how are we still in this place? How, as a society, is that still the only way my article would get published if I named and shamed my exes? no thank you. Um, You know, I have a lot of respect for my exes. You know, a lot happens. You guys have heard my story over the years, but there's no bad blood there. It is what it is, right? They taught me things, I learned things, I grew and evolved, and I'm here now and I'm in a very different happy place. Like, that's all there is to it. And what I find a lot of the time is, is like, yes, that's one small example of how our past really can stick around, Um, even way after it's gone, right? But it's, you know, and I always say to people, I'm like, I'm happy to mention it as a reference point, but it's not a conversational topic. Like, it's just not. Me and who I am is because of me, not because of them. Like, my businesses, okay, yes, my businesses were inspired after those, you know, things that happened, unfortunate things that happened, happened to me. But I got myself through them, I'm the person who had to pick myself up and start again and learn and evolve and heal and launch those businesses. Like that's 100% my effort. They have had zero input in that, you know? So it's almost like giving credit to people who weren't even around, right? So instead of actually focusing on the positive work and actually the message of spirituality, of law of attraction, of the positive work, why, why are we still, why is our worth still, and I'm talking purely press here, why is our worth still determined by dramatic things like that, or even men, right? Like, it's ridiculous. So, it really got me thinking about how we reframe our past, and how we reframe our stories of, a lot of people live their past still, whether it's in my respect, as in people want to talk about it, 
or you're reliving it through telling people, you're reliving it through, I don't know, like maybe the fears, the limiting beliefs, the cognitive side of stuff. Like a lot of the time, people still relive their past a lot way after it's gone, way after the energy's gone, way after the karmic stuff's gone because people love to cling on to the past, right? It's quote unquote their story. And definitely like over the last year, as I said, when I worked with Cameron, like I worked to really reframe my story of actually, instead of giving all this credit to people who really didn't deserve it, actually, okay, I made a mistake and took on somebody's debt, but actually that inspired me to create the one of the biggest couponing and um, couponing and discount websites in the UK and like do awesome stuff. Okay, yeah, I was in a pretty bad relationship, pretty abusive relationship then, but I chose to have the spiritual awakening and to evolve from that and to heal myself, want to better myself for me. And then went on and did everything for me and for you guys, right? So really it's about reframing the story and saying, okay, these people were characters in my story, but they're not the main roles. Like they're just characters, right? They're just extras. (laughs) Like they were extras. They weren't the main role. They weren't the main character. You are the main character. So it's looking at that and saying, you know, do you relive the past? Do you relive that story and how are you telling that story as well? Is it a reference point or is it a, you know, I guess like, is it more of a dramatic conversation that is like, oh, this happened sort of thing. And it's okay to want to explain your past. It's okay to want to talk about it, but it's also in the way you're talking about it. Are you talking about it positively? Are you triggered about it when you talk about it still? Um, and really, you know, when you're fully healed and over it, well, I say over it, but you know, past it, because you don't want to talk about it. You're like, it is what it is. It's in the past, but I'm here now. I'm present. And this is who I am. I am here now living this experience and creating this part of my story. So actually, how do we reframe that? How do we reframe that story so you're living from the present moment? And you know, maybe this is actually like a really practical good thing you could do of write your backstory. So a bit like when people ask me to tell people my backstory of how I got here, what's your backstory of how you got here? And how can you, and you might just wanna write it how you wanna write it to start off with authentically. And then from there, look and say, right, what am I particularly focusing on? Is that positive? Is that good use of my energy? Do I really wanna give that person credit? Um, And like, you know, how can I reframe that story? And then maybe write a new story, which is obviously still true and accurate. But instead of focusing on like, this person did this or this happened, blah, 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 blah. Making it as a reference point rather than a topic of conversation. And then saying, right, this is how I got here, but I don't have to dwell in that. I don't, it's just, it's my past. And I I think a lot of you guys will probably resonate with this as well of like, I'm a, a million different versions of myself since that version of myself eight years ago who went through all of that, you know, like, I am literally the the most different person I could be. And I don't resonate to that version of myself anymore. I don't resonate to that part of my life because I'm not in that part of my life anymore. It's nearly a decade ago, right? So again, it's looking at yourself and saying like, if you're not resonating to that story, stop telling it. Okay, obviously for my work, I do need to kind of give some reference of how I got here, but I can tell it in the way 
that represents where I am in this part of my life, right? I can tell it in a way that is respectful to myself, to others, and also feels good, but also from this space in my life, not from the past self, from this space in my life. So if you are still telling your story from the version of yourself from a few years ago, there's your limiting beliefs and fears. There's maybe some trauma that needs to be worked on. And obviously you wanna do that in safe spaces, especially if it's particularly traumatic things, of course. Um, So maybe working with someone like a coach or a therapist or whatever can really help you. And I do this with my clients a lot. We reframe their stories. We work through the limiting beliefs and fears. We work through past things that have happened to bring them into the present fully and embody that. So they're responding and actioning from their current day self, not from their child self or something maybe that happened in their adult years as well. So it's really, really important to do this and you'll know when you're doing it because you will not want to have that story anymore. You will not want to claim it as your story because it's not that you're disassociating, it's not that you're taking away anything from what it was, it's that you're healed, it's that you're moved past that and you can use it as a reference point but not as a stopping point, not as a, oh, let's stop here and talk about this for a second. It's actually this is what happened, these were the facts, but I can say it from the space of my current version self, not my past version self. And when you can do that, you really open up the door to so much because your your energy upgrades as such, because when you're living from your current present day self, you're present, right? And you're gonna feel more joy, you're gonna feel more happiness, you're gonna feel up on that emotional scale naturally because you're putting in that energy and effort. So naturally, by the laws of attraction, you're going to attract more happier, present, you know, aligned abundance because you're in this space too. You're not coming from that past self who's living in trauma um, or even future tripping as well. So not only does reframing your story help you find peace and move on, but it also helps you to manifest as well and create happiness in your life and I think if anybody's struggling and they are really struggling to move on from their past or find peace with things practices like this are so so important to do because we have to find peace with what was it's not here it's in the past it's not this version of yourself and you don't have to be living that story anymore. You don't have to live or relive it. You don't have to relive that story anymore. It's gone, it's past. And it's your decision here and now how you choose to live your life moving forwards. What story you choose to tell moving forwards. And even from this experience, you know, I'm definitely, you know, taking notes and I'm like, right, moving forwards when I do interviews, moving forwards when I have to give my backstory. How do I want to give my backstory from this space in my life? Because it will be a lot different from how it was six months ago, a year ago, three years ago. It will grow and evolve. And I see that with a lot of people actually where you're like, oh, they used to talk about this and now they don't in their backstory. And it's not because anybody is, I think, ashamed of it or anything like it's definitely not that. It's just If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. At some point, you have to stop reliving the past. At some point, you just have to close that door and say... Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the blessings. But I'm here now in this door and this door's very different and I'll see where this door takes me. And I suppose, I guess a lot of public figures or speakers or influencers or whoever sharing their story, even if it's like an author writing a book, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way when maybe they've gone through a lot of, um, you know, turbulent times in their life and actually their story is, you know, what has propelled them or set the scene as such right because my backstory really did that is what really gave me you know I guess the inspiration to start this business and to move forwards and to help people so it's a catch-22 really isn't it of I'm proud of myself for bringing myself through all of that and healing and becoming the person I am today but then also you don't want icky things trapping you in that past, right? Of you need to talk about this, you need to say this. Actually, no, I don't. I don't need to say anything. And I never will say everything publicly because that's ridiculous. And you know, from all of these experiences, I have made so many personal decisions about what I share online and what I don't anymore because for me, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Like my happiness is too important to me to even, to even like think, oh, I have to share this or I have to do this, you know? So as the saying goes, if it costs your peace, it's too expensive. And it's boundaries as well. Like it's boundaries of, 
a lot of the time, and I've spoken to quite a lot of my business clients about this, where they feel that they have to share everything or they feel they have to tell the world everything. And I'm like, actually, no, you don't. (laughs) And I know a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of peers who don't share a lot of things that go on in their life or, you know, like relationships, kids, whatever. It's, you know, everybody's personal preference of what they share. And there's no right or wrong here whatsoever. It's what works for you, your family, your partner, you know, your business, whatever. It's what works for you. And I think we have to start being unapologetically private sometimes and actually be like, actually there's blessings among it all of if something's relevant and something is needed to be shared, great, let's celebrate that. But if not, it's okay. Like this is a business, like, you know, it's it's not public property. And I know I had a conversation a few years ago with a few bloggers about this, um, especially on YouTube, about how, you know, people in the public eye can feel like public property sometimes. And people kind of, expect to know everything or like I've had it where someone's come up to me before they're like I know everything about you and I'm like you know nothing about me like you know what 10 minute clips snippets from YouTube each week okay like yeah that's me that's my personality like I am the same person of course but actually if you knew all the all of the facets of my personal life or, you know, like saw a week in the life of Emma. Do you know what I mean? You'd see very different stuff because of, it's just not possible to convey that all in in a YouTube video each week or a podcast or whatever. So it's a really interesting one that always, you know, it always fascinates me. It always fascinates me because it's really interesting. And definitely I think it's the same with press of obviously they have a job to do I appreciate that they want to sell copies I appreciate that we're obviously in very different times now where you know print magazines and stuff do struggle of course and I want to support them as much as I can right like I'm always there for that but when it sacrifices my safety or my peace it's too expensive and I'm not going to do it and I think it's again having those boundaries of that's just not for me like before the version of me would have just done it because it's like, oh, it's press, you need it, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like, actually, is that the most aligned thing I can do? Absolutely not, so it's a no. And I know that something else will come in even more aligned because I've created that space. So here it's even looking at those boundaries and saying, yes, okay, stop reliving the past, change your story, make sure you're coming from present day self, looking at any limiting beliefs or fears or trauma that could be underneath that, which you know, and still makes you want to say that as your story. But then also moving past that and saying, do you know what, here's my boundaries as well of I'm not that person anymore. And you see it all the time. Like I see all these quotes on um, Instagram all the time of like, you know, people get so pissed off when, you know, like you grow and evolve because you're not the same person they knew. And it's like, you know, they can't even conceive that you're a different person anymore. But look at ourselves, like especially when you're on the spiritual path, every year we're growing and evolving. Every year we become beautiful new versions of ourselves, more aligned, more authentic as we shed those layers and heal, right? So what's wrong with that? <laughs> like, I think we should celebrate that, but it's almost like not celebrated. And especially like in mainstream media as well, where it's all drama focused and all like gossip, gossip, gossip. It's like, well, actually, maybe if we celebrated women more, maybe if we actually cheerleaded women instead of dragged them down, and I'm talking about all gossip mags here, not just spiritual, obviously, because spiritual, I would like to believe, is a little bit better on the scale. Um, But you look at it, a lot of the gossip mags, a lot of the things out there, they tear women down on their weight, their image, their appearance, who they're dating, 
it's like, well, why don't we actually just celebrate that this woman has done phenomenally to overcome something? Why don't we just celebrate that this woman has an incredible business that's helping people? Why is the mainstream media still to this day degrading women and dictating our worth based upon who we're with, our exes, men basically, or, you know, depending on your preference, basically your relationship and things like that. Like, this is what I am more angry about, not for myself, but for all of us as a collective, as the feminine. I'm angry at it for us because it's like, well, what does that mean for other people? that people have to relive that same past, that same story to have validation or worth, like that's crazy. Like actually that article would probably do so much better if you just made it all about my work and you know, the tips and tools I have to share with people. Nobody gives a shit about my exes. Nobody, I don't even give a shit. Like how's that gonna help or inspire anybody, right? When actually if you take, you know, that article, and you know, this is what I do pretty much 99.9% of the time is write articles that give tips and tools on certain topics, law of attraction, obviously. And they do really well because people are like, great, awesome. Didn't know Emma before, here she is, fab. These are great tips, let's go check her out. You're more likely to do that than if I'm sat there slagging off my exes, talking about some dramatic past, which bearing in mind, all articles are completely exaggerated as well. So the other reason why I walked away from this is because even if they agreed to my, I'm not doing this, but I will do this. Once I've approved that, and this happened to me numerous times with couponing articles, where like I used to be in like the Daily, um, the Daily Mail, the Daily Express, the Sun regularly with my couponing articles, most months. And every single freaking time I would give them the accurate figures of what I'd done and the facts, this is what I've saved, this is what I spent, this is the facts, this is how it happened. And every single time different figures would come out. They'd they'd basically exaggerate them. And then I'd go on this morning to do my slot and then they'd be like, oh, so in the sun you've saved this. And I'd be like, nope, they lied. Basically it was this, but they just exaggerated to sell their own copies. Now, obviously I got in trouble for doing that. Um, but what was I to do? Sit there and lie on national TV? No, thank you. And I'm always someone who's like, but if I agree to that for the sake of my own ego to be like, yes, 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 that was it. That's not authentic, but also that's not real. So if people want to go and, you know, coupon or money save and take that further and do it themselves, well, it's not real. So what's the point in sharing it? So I've had my views on the mainstream media for a very long time from obviously having small snippets through my previous career um, and experiencing many, many shady things, even in those few years doing this morning. I mean, this morning are amazing, amazing team of people, nothing there. But I mean, in other, you know, productions, TV companies, TV networks, radio, (laughs) I know I'm not gonna be the only one if you're in this industry who has experienced things. But now in this different space where I'm obviously in a completely different career in a completely different space of spirituality, why is a man determining my worth? (laughs) Like, well, they're not obviously, but that's what the media is portraying. And it's ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. So let's reframe that. As the feminine and even as the masculine, if you're listening as well, like your past does not define you. Please let me preach that to the people in the back. (laughs) Your past does not define you and you choose 
what your story is. And obviously you don't want to suppress stuff. Obviously you want to speak from an aligned place, but use it as a reference point, not a talking point. Like rewrite your story, reframe your story and choose to move past it. Because when, you know, and the the ickiness I talk about is because it does feel icky. It feels like I'm still in that icky stage of my life when I have to talk about it or someone brings it up in that manner. And I'm like, but I'm not there. So why would I talk about it? So you also have to have those boundaries from that point to be like, nah, that's not me anymore. You know, I'm past that. I'm in this new stage of my life and this stage of my life feels pretty damn good. And I'm not gonna have the ickiness of the past project onto the now because there's no need for it. Cognitively, I'm not doing that. Spiritually, I'm not doing that. Physically, I'm not doing that. So why in my work would I let that trickle over, you know? And use this, take that example and apply it in your own way to, you know, the situation that's relevant to you here because, you know, there are so many different, so many different examples here of how the past can trickle over. Maybe you share children together. Um, maybe there are complex things in that. We can't always just erase our past fully, you know, like sometimes we do have to be faced with our past. Absolutely. But you choose what your story is and you choose whether somebody else determines your story, your worth or who you are. And, you know, it's so funny because, um, I hear it a lot of the time and I remember I used to say this a few years ago and people are like, who's your biggest inspiration? And I would say two people. And one of them would be myself. And I think you choose yourself as your inspiration as well. That's not egotistical. It's saying, do you know what? I am proud of myself because I could have gone down a very different path with all the things that have happened to me throughout my life. Some you all know, other things you don't know. And the fact I'm here living, breathing, healthy, happy in a really good space in my life is a bloody miracle and one I don't take for granted whatsoever. And that's the story I want to tell the world is, okay, yes, here's some not great stuff that I overcame, but actually here's the good bit. Here's the good bit where moving forwards, you hear the good stuff. I mean, obviously we we need the polarity. I'm not just saying we only talk about the good stuff because that's obviously spiritual bypassing and that's obviously toxic positivity as well. But it's finding the balance of, like I said, it's a reference point, not a stopping point. It's like, oh yeah, there's that. Moving on to the aligned stuff, moving on to the now present energy. Stop bringing the past energy into the now. And maybe you talk about things or maybe you even like energetically or cognitively or physically relive things. Obviously we know things like PTSD, trauma, you do relive them. I've had that, you know, I had trauma myself. I have relived stuff, but it's almost like the toxicity and the drama becomes addictive, right? And that's why, that's why magazines like that sell, right? Because people crave it. And that's why when people are on that kind of lower density, that lower energy, they crave it. They crave the drama. It's like drama, drama, drama. So it's looking at, are you buying into that? Are you casting your energy into that low level stuff? Or are you actually raising your vibration and casting your energy into higher level stuff? Because remember, you don't want to be drained. You don't want energy vampires. You don't want that draining effect that comes when you're playing into lower level stuff. 
So really, you know, it's it's boundaries, like I said, having those firm, energetic boundaries, reframing your story, but also saying, you know what, it's my choice what my story is. It's my choice how I move forwards. And it's my choice how I tell this story of how can you, and if you're in that place and maybe some things are happening right now and you have that opportunity to rewrite your story right here and now. How can you inspire yourself? You are your biggest guru. You are your biggest inspiration. There will be no one better than you in your life. And I will tell you that because you have the power to heal yourself. You have the power to turn your life around. Don't give your exes credit or whoever it is your past. Don't give them credit because they were supporting roles. They were extras. They were not the main role. They were not the main character. They're not the core cast who are still there, like your friends, your soul family, yourself. They were just extras for a season, for an episode, whatever. So don't give them like title role credit every time, whatever they call it, you know, where um, the credits roll at the end. Don't give them that credit because they are not here for that lifetime. And take your energy back, like take your freaking power back with it of, I love the statement or the affirmation, I reclaim my power and call back all the lost pieces of myself. Reclaiming your power on a regular basis is the best thing you will ever do. I reclaim my power, I call it back, I reclaim my power, say it on a daily basis. We give away our power consciously and unconsciously as well every single day. And even just repeating that mantra regularly, like even just saying it then, I was like, oh, there you go. There's that power armor. And we just, it just happens, right? It just happens. So using that phrase regularly is so powerful because we do deserve our full power and we deserve to not be defined by our past. We deserve not to be defined by anything in our life. We define who we are. We choose who we are. Free will trumps all remember. And it's about empowering yourself here to say you know obviously not everybody's gonna have a magazine or a press opportunity you know in the example I've given in my sense but it's having it's being empowered enough to say look that happened but that's I'm not there anymore it's a reference point it's not a stopping point and move past that and tell the story in the way that is empowering to yourself to others and inspirational of course but in a way that is in alignment with you and who you are here now today. Not six months ago, not a year ago. And if you wanna change your mind, change your mind. That's perfectly okay too, right? We're allowed to change our mind. We're allowed to do things. We're allowed to say, actually, that doesn't resonate with me anymore. That doesn't vibe with me anymore. And all of it's okay. So I hope this episode has resonated I'm sure it will with a lot of you all of you guys are so amazing and always message me and say oh my god that hit the nail on the head that hit the spot so I really do hope that this has resonated with you um, and helped to take back your power and empower you to rewrite your story don't keep telling the past don't keep reliving the past because you're not there and it's gone and those people don't deserve your beautiful energy anyway. So please do let me know your thoughts um, on Instagram at I am Emma Mumford. Give me a tag, give me a message. I love to, you know, respond to as many as I can. And I love to obviously connect with you guys. Obviously, we've got my free Law of Attraction Facebook group as well, support group, um, where you can come on over and join us. So we've got that as well. But please do come on over and say hi and let me know 
if you're going to reframe your story because I want to cheerlead you as well. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.